Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There are a lot of dumbasses in the world today. I, I read on Twitter about just different subjects. Um, I'm, I'm in stocks, so of course I, I read about like stock news and Deutschcoin and cryptocurrency, all that, all that jazz. And I can show you some examples of stupidity throughout that whole entire subject. Uh, namely, let's go with Dogecoin since that's big in the news. Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live with Miley Cyrus. And the big story and the big headline was not just that he was on Saturday Night Live, but was he going to prop up the cryptocurrency Dogecoin? Now, Dogecoin was not even worth a half of a penny back in November of last year. Not even a half of a penny. And now it has, you know, skyrocketed up to 74 cents was its high. Well, uh, Dogecoin has been propped up by people like Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, and many others on being a valuable asset and a valuable currency. His mother ended up mentioning Dogecoin uh, first on Saturday Night Live, and then Michael Shea of Saturday Night Live asked Elon Musk, what is Dogecoin, about 10 or 12 times. And Elon Musk ended up basically saying... Um, it was a hustle. <laughs> and it is. Every single bit of the stock market is a hustle. And of course, you know, all the big elites out there did not like that. So Dogecoin crashes. Went from 71 or 72 cents all the way down to 50. Well, I, I go on Twitter and I'm looking at, you know, a lot of the funny little comments and I always see here here's the thing I always see dumbasses and I always see dumbasses say hold hold don't sell don't sell just just hold and I'm thinking to myself you dumbasses why don't you take and just profit you know you if you buy in at 30 cents or you know, even a nickel. <laughs> when it got up to 70 something cents, cash out, wait till it drops, buy in again. That Deutsch is so vol volatile. It's, it, it goes up and down within seconds. So if it ever goes up, it's always going to go down. <laughs> so these people who sit there and say, hold, hold, hold. I'm, hold, I'm, I'm holding and buying more. Well, great that you're buying more, but why don't you just sell, make some profit, and then wait till it dips, and then buy more? If someone can explain to me the dumbass response, which I think is a dumbass response, if there's something that I'm missing here, please get a hold of me. And then I see another controversy. On Twitter. And that is Elon Musk 
held up an okay sign, two of them, during the skit on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) And, of course, every stupid person, namely the younger generation, says that's a white power sign. I'm sorry. I've never, I've, you know, I'm not going to tell you how old I am because it's a, it's a mystery. It's a very, very uh, dark, dark secret that uh, I hold because, you know, there's some women stalkers out there that think that I'm a, you know, a piece of pie they want to eat. So I try to keep, you know, (laughs) my personal life somewhat, uh, a dark secret, but I have never lived in my lifetime up until the past year that an okay sign actually means white power. I mean, the okay sign can mean a whole different bunch of things. It can mean a three-pointer <laughs> among these black NBA players. It can mean the letter F in sign language, if you do it lazily. It can mean okay in sign language. It can mean the hitting game. You know, when you when you uh, put the okay symbol down somewhere and then somebody looks at it and then you can hit them. It can mean a circle. It can mean the size of something. No, not the girth of my blankety blank. But how in the hell, how in the hell did they take and get a white power symbol out of that? I, I, it's so laughable how retarded our society has gotten over the years. It's, it's beyond scary, actually. I can also give you many more examples. Um, for example, let's look at, let's look at uh, the past four years, because this is when I've actually realized that, man, I'm, I'm a, I am surrounded by ignorant fools. I shouldn't use the word fools because the Bible tells us not to call people fools. So let me just say stupid people. There's a difference between a fool and a stupid person. So four years ago, when I embarked on this Twitter journey, which I don't know why I did, and it's not even a really good platform, to be honest. Facebook's worse. Twitter's Twitter's a little bit better, I guess. But Twitter is a cesspool of stupid people and hateful people and woke people and your typical 30-year-old white woman who uh, wears a Black Lives Matter face mask. That's the majority of Twitter. So four years ago, you know, uh, of course, Trump was in office and 
you know how every liberal and every Democrat hates Trump? <laughs> they, they, they can't tell us which policies they hated. They'll just say all of them, all of them, it, every single one of them. You know, never mind that he gave more money to historically black colleges and universities, and never mind that he passed the uh, first Justice Reform Act, and I don't know how long that allowed uh, thousands of black people to get out of prison. Never mind all that. But Trump would tweet out a tweet that talks about, I'll give you an example. This is a true example. He tweeted out solidarity to an Iranian wrestler who was arrested by the Ayatollahs for speaking out against his government. And this wrestler was an Olympian and they ended up killing him in the end. But at the, at the time, Trump was tweeting out support for this individual. And you would think, you would literally think that America would come together and put aside some differences, some political differences in showing some solidarity with our president about this Iranian wrestler who is only practicing his freedom of speech and freedom of opinion. And Trump called for his immediate release. So you would think that everyone, including the dumb ditwits out there, the, the stupid people out there, the woke people, and even uh, some of the liberals, I'm not going to say all of them because not all of them are dumb. Um, they just have a different way of looking at things which are dumb. But you would think that they would all on Twitter uh, applaud this and, and say, yeah, you know, let's free him, free, free the Iranian. But no, no, no. These batshit fucking crazy people on Twitter would talk about Russia. Oh, you colluded with Russia. Even mind you, people on their side under oath in the secret congressional hearings said that they've never seen any evidence of collusion and Trump with Russia. That's a whole different topic. But my whole point is the fact that, you know, you could tweet literally about one subject and these dimwits would talk about a whole different thing. Like it fucking, like, can't you at least keep up with the subject at hand in the thread that you're in? Go into another thread that talks about what you're wanting to fucking talk about. You know, I if, if I'm talking about cheeseburgers on Twitter 
and where the best cheeseburger you can get. Please don't talk to me about, you know, how uh, vaccines are wonderful. It has no place in that discussion. But yet we see it all the time on Twitter, all of the time. And I have to blame, I literally have to blame the media for 75% of this. 25% just people are just stupid. And the media, 75% because they spew out garbage that stupid people believe. Just like the Russian collusion hoax. That people bought into it. And there are some today. A lot of liberals today think that Russia collusion actually did happen. And I literally asked them, okay, that, that's, that's great. You believe that it happened. What makes you think that? What, what evidence have you seen that Robert Mueller or nobody else, not John Clapper, uh, or James Clapper, John Brennan, Loretta Lynch, Ben Rhodes, Sally Yates, Susan Rice. What have you seen that those Obama people have not? Because they all said they haven't seen any evidence. Under oath. But yet the media propagates this continues to lie about it and people are ignorant enough to believe it. So the reason why I'm even mentioning that topic, not just because I'm passionate about it, because I'm, I'm fairly knowledgeable about that subject, but I'm literally seeing tweets that were tweeted out just yesterday on this topic. And I don't, I don't know how society has gotten so far to believing the media completely, unapologetically. I don't know how society has gotten so far in the bullshit wokeness. I mean, for goodness sake, they canceled Aunt Jemima. Why in the hell would you cancel Aunt Jemima when that product literally made her family wealthy and it wasn't based on racism at all? It was based on her talent. Then you have you know, all of these businesses and corporations changing their policies for a very slim, select few of society. And those very select few of society are the ones that have IQs lower than 90. 
so it, it just it boggles my mind that the CEOs of these big corporations who are supposed to be smart, they have to be smart in order to be in those positions in the first place to succumb to idiocy. It's like the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Black lives do matter. But my life matters. My kid's life matters. And I'm white. Part Native American, but for the most part, I'm white. Hence the name Raven. And then my son, I, I raised my two daughters on my own by myself. But my son is being raised by both his mother and me. And she's a wonderful, wonderful mother. We're not together. Um, and I just can't. You know, this is off topic, but I, I can't speak highly enough to her. She, she just does a wonderful job with my son. But she's Asian. She's, she's complete, like, uh, she's Vietnamese. Her life matters. My son, like my, my son's life matters. He's, he's half white, half Asian. So this whole black lives matter movement is not really about black lives at all. It's about communist principles. To prove that, let, let's just go into their tactics, okay? Their tactics are uh, one day, a black brother, uh, he says, let's solve racism, alien. Alien, let's, let's, let's solve racism. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, let's fucking solve racism. Because to me, there's not a lot of racist people out there. There are only people out there who are fucking ignorant of other people's race, uh, other races, cultures. And they're scared of that. It's a cultural thing, people. It's not a racist thing. It's not a, it's not a color of your skin. It's a cultural thing. A country white person is uncomfortable going into the hood of Harlem or Baltimore. They just are. Because they haven't experienced that before. But let me tell you, man, some of the black people that I know, uh, especially, especially down south, are literally the best cooks I have ever came around. Fucking insane good food. And they're the most kind-hearted, most wonderful people you'll ever meet. But go into a city in a kind of a ghetto area, I'm going to feel a little bit out of place. Put me down south. 
put me down south in Miami among some Cubans, Americans, or or some Latinos, uh, some black people with some good food, some Jamaican black people. You put me down there, man, and I'm going to fucking party with them. I love them. It doesn't, that doesn't mean that I don't love people from the hood. That, that has nothing to do with it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying culturally, there is a stigma on the way that people live in the hood compared to the people who live in, like, let's say, Miami. But my buddy, let's go back to my buddy. He wants to solve racism. And he wants me and him to join the Black Lives Matter movement. And we did. We we had our BML caps, our BML uh, t-shirts, or BLM, BLM, my bad. But the BLM t-shirts, the BLM hats, we even got wristbands. We went all out. We even bought some Kaepernick shoes, Nike shoes. All right, so what's on our what's on our agenda for today, buddy? What how are we going to solve racism? We got the gear on. We even uh we even made some signs. And he tells me, "You know what? Let's stop traffic. Let's go down to one of the busiest interstate sections and just stop traffic." That's how we'll show them. That's how we'll solve racism. How fucking ignorant is that? What message are you telling the people about race relations in the country by stopping fucking traffic? Really? Is that your solution? Stopping traffic in the NFL? I'm going to take a knee. I'm going to take a knee. During a symbolic song that represents the bloodshed in our country for fallen heroes and that represents freedom and liberty, I'm going to take a knee and not support that message. Because that's the one message that black people should support is freedom and liberty. Have they had it the whole entire time the country has been around? Absolutely not. I'm not going to fucking pretend that our our country is rosy because today it's not even rosy. Today we still have the CIA, you know, using MK Ultra on citizens. Today the CIA is still doing secret little um, uh, secret plans to uh, torture humans it happens so i'm not trying to paint a a pretty picture but there are some things that just don't make sense to me on how people are going about solving issues it's like the whole drug war thing back in the early 90s that by the way Biden 
help pass. I think he actually wrote some of the legislation and crime bills. That put thousands and thousands and thousands of black men and, and women and even white men and women in jail for drugs. And now you're going to tell me, well, they, they, they deserve it. Oh, I'm here to tell you fucking bullshit. Not all of them do. Because I'll tell you the truth about drug dealing. I, you know, I've had some people close to me in my life uh, that I went to school with, actually. Sad stories, but they succumb to addiction. And some of those, uh, one guy in particular, I'll just call him Frank, sold a couple pills to buy himself a pack of cigarettes, actually. And it was the, the pills were his prescription. But, you know, he was ratted on. And guess what? This guy got 50 fucking years in prison when he didn't have a rap, uh, a rap sheet of anything harmful other than the drugs. He just had an addiction problem. So we're, we're supposed to solve that addiction problem by locking people up for fucking 50 years. That's what I mean by society is so fucking stupid. I feel, and I know you guys are going to laugh at me. Some of you women out there are going to roll your eyes and call me conceited because I'm just the best looking guy ever for one. But I feel, and I, I truly do feel this way, and I'm not a narcissist. But I do feel like I'm a fucking genius among most of these people around here. The only difference between me and Elon Musk is the fact that he has a little bit more education and that he created something really fucking cool and that's Tesla cars and rockets. I'm sorry to tell you guys this who do support BLM movement, but standing in front of cars yelling and screaming is not going to solve shit. Going to restaurants yelling and screaming and interrupting people's dinners are not going to solve shit. Burning buildings and looting and taking and, and setting on fire businesses and busting down their windows are not going to do shit to solve racism. I've been on a 30-minute tangent about how society is really stupid. So, the first question, if I was listening to this podcast, is, okay, alien, 
How are you going to solve it? What is your solution? And it's simple. Very, very simple. First, have some values in your life. When you marry somebody, you stick with them through thick and thin, and you raise your kids right with morals that encompasses love and respect for one another. God said that the two greatest commandments that you could possibly do is love him and then love your neighbor as yourself. And sometimes it's hard to do. Sometimes it is very hard to love somebody that gets on your fucking nerves or love somebody that is just a a horrible person. But it always, if you do that and you hold those principles in your heart, you could always take and inspire a hateful or spiteful person and inspire them to be a better person. And when you take and you pass down those values to your kids, your kids can inspire other kids that don't have the same upbringing to do just that as well. Then, another solution, which it's going to have to be in the ballot box, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, but education. Educating our kids with the actual truth and educating our kids in math and science and even the correct social studies is how you can defeat ignorance. And that's how you can defeat more stupid people and dimwits like this whole woke generation. I wonder who they're going to cancel next. There are some of you that are probably offended by this podcast and now want to cancel me. (laughs) Well, I ain't fucking going nowhere, people. I don't care if I have one fucking listener or 30 or 60,000 or fucking a million listeners. I'm not going anywhere. I'll still say my piece. And there's going to be one motherfucker that listens. And I'm not talking about my dog either. So that's all we have for Game Tech Politics. If you like this podcast, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Game Tech Politics and hit that support button. You can also subscribe and share the hell out of it. I will be interviewing Regeki from State 65 later today for the West Game talk and some West Game uh, material for all you West Game players out there. Thanks for listening for uh, to Game Tech Politics. And you guys have a great, great Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. <laughs>